0: Are you ready to be a coach with clarity? Then let's go. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome to a very special episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast. My name is Shea McDonough, and we are here celebrating 100 episodes of the show. I have to tell you, I can hardly believe we have hit this milestone. I have been creating this podcast for you and with you. For almost two years now. And the fact that week after week, month after month, we have come together as coaches to explore the art and business of coaching together. And that this podcast has had such a profound effect in the lives of so many people and certainly my own. It's just amazing to me to think about what we have created together and experienced together over 100 episodes of the show. So today, in honor of the fact that we are hitting such a huge milestone, I wanted to share with you 10 things I have learned over the course of 100 podcast episodes. So this show was a lot of fun for me to prepare because it allowed me to look back at the last 99 shows Well, I guess 100 if you count episode zero, which was my trailer episode. So I'll I'll give myself credit for that one. So looking back over the last 100 shows and really distilling the key takeaways I've developed and not just the content of the podcast either, but really looking at the process and what I've learned about myself as a podcaster, as a coach, as a business owner, and as a human being. So I'm really excited to share these 10 takeaways with you, and I've structured them into five couplets, if you will. So there are two takeaways that on first glance may actually look like they oppose each other, So it may almost seem like a bit of a paradox, but I think as we explore them more deeply in today's show, you'll see how it is possible to create space for all of it. So we're really approaching this not from an either or binary perspective, but from a both and. So these are my top 10 takeaways from doing this show now for 100 episodes. And I would love to hear your top takeaways as well. So, if you are not already connected with me over on Instagram at Coach with Clarity, please do so. Come follow me over there, find me in the DMs, and let me know what about this show has been most valuable for you. And of course, if that's something that you wish to share with the world, you are welcome to do so by leaving a review at Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows. And in fact, if that's something you wanted to do in honor of this 100th episode celebration, that would be just about the best gift you could give me as we embark on the next 100 episodes and then some. All right, so let's get to the good stuff. Let's talk about the 10 top takeaways I have After 100 episodes of creating and publishing the Coach with Clarity podcast, the first set of two takeaways have to do with actually producing and running the podcast, though I think you could take these and apply them to just about any small business experience. The first takeaway is that the buck stops with you. So when you are creating any sort of content, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a blog, whether it's your social media feeds, whatever it is you're creating, it is yours. And that means you are responsible for it. The message that you create, the way that you share it with your people, what you're sharing with your people, how you approach your work, it is all up to you. And there's wonderful freedom in there. It really allows you to be creative and to step into your role as a visionary creator. And with that great power comes great responsibility, right? We've all watched Spider-Man. We know that's true. And so when you are putting yourself out there and when you are creating content for other people to consume, we have to take full responsibility for that. As leaders, that is what we are called to do. And so I know that for every single one of my 100 episodes, even when I have a guest on, even when I'm highlighting someone else's work, it's still my responsibility to ensure that I'm presenting that in a way that will serve you, that reflects my ethics and my values, and that at the end of the day, we all walk away from that listening experience feeling a little better about our businesses, about coaching, and about ourselves. So that's the responsibility that I take very seriously when publishing this show and why I always remind myself that the buck stops with me. It is my responsibility and I stand behind every single episode I put out there. And as business owners, we need to willingly accept that same responsibility. So that's takeaway number one. The buck stops with you, or in this case, the buck stops with me. Now, takeaway number two is that you don't have to do it alone. And this is a big one in business. And even though you may be the owner or founder or CEO of your business, and yes, the responsibility of what you put out there stays with you, you don't have to be the sole person creating and disseminating all of that content. Theoretically, I absolutely could do this show by myself. And in fact, With Work Your Inner Wisdom, my very first podcast, I'd say the first six or eight episodes of that show, I really did do myself. I did all of the post-production editing. I did the publishing. I did all of the social media with it. And I quickly realized, number one, that was a lot of work. And number two, it was nowhere near my zone of genius. And that's when it was time for me to look at how I could bring team members on to support me in this creative endeavor. Right now, I feel so incredibly lucky to be working with some of the best in the business. Brittany Felix of Podcasting for Coaches and her team over there, including Alex Dennett, are fantastic podcast editors and producers. This show would not be what it is without them. And then, of course, I can't talk about the importance of having an incredible team without really shouting out my operations manager, Robin Blanton. Robin is so good at what she does. She keeps me on track. She looks at big picture It really is a collaboration, the work that we do together. And so a lot of what you're seeing and hearing is because of Robin's hard work. So between Brittany and Alex and Robin, they are part of my core team for producing this podcast. And while maybe I could do it without them, I really don't want to because they are so good at what they do. And the process of creating this podcast has helped me learn what to delegate, when to delegate, and how to build and work with a team that I trust. So that's the first couplet I wanna share with you. Number one, the buck stops with you and what you put out there is your responsibility and you don't have to do it alone. And while you can, and if you're just starting out, maybe you will for a little while, eventually you may come to the point where you no longer want to do it on your own. And then you can create a team of people who are operating in their zones of genius, and you come together to create something really extraordinary. So that has absolutely been my experience running this podcast, and I hope it becomes your experience, if it's not already, as you're creating your work within your business. So let's shift over now to my next set of takeaways, which is about how we create this content that I've alluded to. So how do I create the content for my podcast? or for my membership, or for my community over on Facebook? Well, number one takeaway is you have to listen to your audience. Yes, you are the subject matter expert. You know so much about the area that you are focusing in. And yet that doesn't mean that you know everything. And it certainly doesn't mean you necessarily know what it is your audience wants to hear or see or learn. So the people that you're serving, your ideal clients, your current clients, they are such important guides when it comes to helping you figure out how to serve them and specifically what content to create. I think sometimes, and I've been guilty of this too, we get in a vacuum where we think because we are the subject matter expert, we need to come up with all of the topics and ideas for what it is we want to share with the world. That's a huge weight to carry. And the fact is, you don't. There is such power in asking your people, what would really serve you? What would help make your jobs, your life just a little bit easier? And when you ask that question, people will answer, and you can use those answers to inform your content strategy. So much of what I talk about on this show comes directly from you. I hear from you either in the Coach with Clarity community over on Facebook or in my DMs or in private conversations that we have. And when I hear the same questions and topics come up, I know this is something I need to talk about on the show. So I have found takeaway number three, listening to your audience is key because they will help you determine what content to share and when and how to share it. Now, the flip side to that takeaway is takeaway number four, which is how important it is to listen to your intuition. I know I just talked about the virtues of listening to your audience and at the same time Whatever it is you're creating is yours. And in this case, the Coach with Clarity podcast is mine. And while there is space for me to listen to my audience, I also know at the end of the day, I have to listen to my own inner guidance. I have to honor my intuition because I do know what's best for my podcast. And at some point, I have to know when to turn down the volume on all of those outside voices and trust myself. Because sometimes that outside data that you're getting from listeners, from clients, and so forth can be incredibly valuable. And sometimes it can drown out your own inner voice. So part of creating content, especially for a business, is understanding how to balance the two. When and how to solicit and receive feedback from the people you're serving and when and how to honor your own voice, your own intuition, and your own creativity. I truly believe that your inner wisdom will never fail you when it comes to making decisions. And that's related to content. It's related to anything. When we get quiet and we connect with our deep wisdom, it is our compass. It is our guide. And it deserves a seat at the table just as much as your audience members do, if not more. So that is the paradox that comes with creating anything in your business, but certainly content. Finding that balance between listening to your audience and listening to your own inner voice. And that's something that I have been working on on these 100 episodes and something I'm sure I will continue to do for the next 100 and beyond. So we've explored the process of creating content and how important it is to listen to your audience and listen to your intuition. We've explored how to run, certainly in my case, a podcast, but really run any kind of business and the balance between the buck and the responsibility stopping with you and also not having to do it alone. I want to share two takeaways that I had now with regards to processes in your business this next couplet, if you will, are takeaways five and six that I've had. Takeaway number five is that systems are your business BFF. I cannot tell you how important it is to have clear repeatable systems in your business for creating, producing, and sharing your work, podcast or otherwise. When you have a clearly defined, easy-to-implement system that you can repeat over and over again. It will save you so much time, it will save you so much heartache, and it will make everything in your business come from a greater sense of ease. So for these last 100 podcast episodes, I have followed roughly the same protocol, and I believe that's what's allowed me to publish regularly for almost two years now. I know what my process is for coming up with content ideas. Once I've got my content calendar in place, I then have a process for creating outlines for my solo episodes and for preparing for my guest interview episodes I know what needs to be in place on the day of recording so that I have everything in front of me. And then I know the next steps when it comes to sharing the raw recording with my podcast team, with getting information to Robin so that we can get everything set for social media promotion, you name it. There's a lot that goes into publishing a podcast. And if I didn't have a set process that I followed week in and week out, It would be exhausting because I would be reinventing the wheel. I'd be missing key steps, and I would probably be making life much more difficult for my podcast production team and for my operations manager. So, when it comes to anything in your business, takeaway number five is that systems are your BFF. Develop a routine, refine it, and then rely on it. Allow that system to support you. Now, on the flip side is takeaway number six. And that is don't be afraid to try something new. I get it. I just talked about the beauty of systems and replicating what works and making sure that you're following essentially the same protocol time and time again when you're creating a repeatable product like a podcast. I still believe that. And It is so important to create space for innovation and to try new things. Sometimes a change of perspective or a modified approach to how you traditionally do things can breathe new life into your work. It can be a source of creativity, of new ideas, and yes, maybe new ways of doing things, or maybe it's simply a way to refine the processes that you already have in place. So while it is important to have those systems, it is also important to be open and curious and flexible in those processes, because that's how we create opportunities for creativity and growth. And these two takeaways of systems and of trying new things, it is absolutely relevant in your business, and it is also highly relevant in your work with your clients, I am a huge proponent of having some structure to establish the container for the coaching relationship and the coaching session itself. I teach a lot about this inside my certification program and inside of the membership. How do we structure a coaching relationship so that it leads to our client's success? And within that relationship, what does each session need to look like? Now, within the membership, I have all sorts of scripts and templates and guides to help you figure that out, and so that structure can support you, and we want to make sure we leave room for the magic within the session because if we over-script it, if we come into the session with our own agenda or with our goals taking center stage, then we do a disservice to our client. And everything starts to become formulaic. So even in our client work, we need to figure out how to balance the need for structure to create that container with room for innovation, inspiration, improvisation, because that's where the magic really happens. So this couplet around your processes is so important. Number one, you want to have some sort of systems in your business to make your life easier And number two, you need to be open to trying new things and to welcoming innovation and curiosity into your business and into your work. All right. We have covered three of my five couplets, six of my top 10 takeaways. I hope some of them are already resonating with you. Now I want to move on to a different topic. I want to talk about marketing because marketing is such an important component of any business. And as you know, when I'm talking about marketing, I'm really talking about the steps we're taking to help people understand how we can serve them. Ideally, our marketing efforts result in a client raising their hand and self-identifying and saying, you're talking about me and I want to learn more. That's what marketing is all about. So when it comes to marketing, and specifically when it comes to content marketing, so when you're using something like a podcast or a blog as a marketing tool. Takeaway number seven asks us to remember that content marketing is a long game. And let me tell you what, that is especially true for podcasting. Podcasting is a long game. So podcasting, vlogging, blogging, whatever it is, I find that one requirement that gets overlooked is a need for patience. It's highly unlikely that if you start a new podcast or a blog that you are going to go viral overnight. I mean, sometimes it happens, especially if you have an existing platform or you already have pretty high visibility in your field. But for most of us, we are starting small and it's going to take some time for our efforts to be rewarded. It takes time to build up that momentum and for that snowball rolling down the hill to become an avalanche. I'm almost two years in now, and I just recently crossed the 50,000 download mark. Now, I know there are some podcasts out there that hit 50,000 in a day, and I've learned that I can't compare myself to that. It doesn't serve me to compare myself. And also, my business doesn't need 50,000 downloads in a day. In fact, my business has done just fine with 50,000 downloads over two years. Now, I am starting to see growth. What I find so interesting and what I think is more important than the number is that the time it took me to get from 40,000 to 50,000 downloads was much shorter than 30,000 to 40,000. And interestingly, the time it took for me to get to 40,000 was less than it took me to get to 30,000. So what we're seeing is that we're trending in the right direction here. We are picking up more downloads, which means we're picking up more listeners. And if you are one of those newer listeners, welcome. I am so glad you're here and I hope you're finding the show valuable. But I just want to note that It's really easy to get caught up in those numbers and those metrics when really what we want to be looking at are the trends. And that's why with podcasting and content marketing, it is a long game. We need to be looking at these trends over time. So not just week to week, but month to month, quarter to quarter, and year to year. So that means when we're using content marketing as a strategy to build our business, we have to be willing to invest the time and the energy and yes sometimes the money for the long haul because with this type of growth it doesn't happen overnight but because it is taking time we are laying strong foundations that will support us for the long haul so that's takeaway number 7 of my top 10 takeaways is that podcasting like all content marketing is a long game so be ready to invest for the long haul now the eighth takeaway i have is that business and life can move quickly, so you got to be ready. Yes, podcasting is a long game. And even within podcasting, sometimes opportunities emerge quickly, even when you're playing the long game. There have been times where I've gotten an email or a DM or a Voxer message from someone saying, hey, I've had a cancellation. I need someone to come on my podcast. Are you free? Yeah, you better believe I am, and I will make that happen. And so, again, it's finding that balance between understanding that things take time and being open to those last second, last minute openings that can lead to new connections and new opportunities. So, sometimes we have to be willing to act fast and we don't want to be afraid to make a move if it feels right. And this is when listening to your intuition is so vital because when we're in a situation where we have to make a decision quickly. Our intuition can be that barometer. We can really sense in our bodies how it feels to make that decision, to say yes to something or to say no to something on the fly. So being able to make a decision that incorporates both external data and your intuition is so important. And hey, it just so happens in 100 episodes of podcasting, I have created a podcast episode all about that. In fact, I have developed a model, I call it the Decide Framework, and it's my six-step process for making decisions in a way that honors your intuition while still incorporating external feedback and data. So if you've not listened to that episode, head back to episode 27, and you'll learn all about the Decide Framework and how that can support you in making any sort of decision, but especially those quick ones. So that's the fourth couplet. That contain takeaways seven and eight. Podcasting, like all content marketing, is a long game, so be ready for it. And things can move quickly, so always be ready. Both can coexist within a healthy, sustainable business, and that has certainly been the case for me. All right, so now we are coming up to the final couplet. The last two takeaways I want to share with you from my 100 episodes of producing the Coach with Clarity podcast. These two really have to do with the purpose of podcasting. And again, I think you can generalize this to the purpose of owning a business. So takeaway number nine for me has been that when it comes to building relationships, there's nothing like podcasting. Podcasting has allowed me to connect with so many extraordinary people, including you. I have connected with coaches, with clients, with colleagues, with listeners, with friends in a way that I've never done before. I think it's because podcasting is such an intimate experience. I mean, I'm literally being allowed in your ears right now. That is a huge honor and responsibility, which is why I take it so seriously. But I think there is something about the medium of podcasting that allows us to create those deep, intimate relationships quickly, more so than maybe other platforms. And I am always grateful for that while being mindful that it is a responsibility. And when I am creating a podcast episode, I'm doing so from the perspective of seeing it as a relationship builder or connector. How is this episode, how is what I'm sharing going to serve my people and improve our relationship? So that's at the heart of every single episode that I'm creating for you, including this one. So takeaway number nine is that when it comes to building relationships, there's nothing like podcasting. And the 10th and final takeaway that I've had over 100 episodes is that when it comes to personal and professional growth, there's nothing like podcasting. Now, I had owned my business for several years before the Coach with Clarity podcast, and I've been on this earth for several years, several decades, actually, before starting this podcast. I've had a lot of opportunities to learn about myself, to grow, to develop a business, and yet it wasn't until I started creating this podcast in particular and planting the seeds with my first show, Work Your Inner Wisdom. That I really embraced what it meant to be a business owner, to be a leader, and to be the kind of human being I aspire to be. Podcasting has helped me get really clear on who I am, what matters most to me, and what I want to share with the world. It's been an opportunity for me to clarify not just the message that I share with other people but to decide how I want to live out my values on a day-to-day basis and how they are expressed through this show. This show has really allowed me to live out my personal credo. And you know, I can't remember if I've mentioned this on the show before. I know I've mentioned it to clients and my members, but my personal credo and the phrase that I repeat before every client session before every group call, before any interaction I have with someone, I say to myself, may I be a conduit? May I be a catalyst? I really view that as my overall mission in life. I'm a conduit of energy, of message, of spirit. And in turn, I hope that how I translate that allows other people to take steps in their businesses and in their lives that I become a catalyst for their growth. So may I be a conduit, may I be a catalyst, is how I live my life. It's how I have approached this podcast as well. And the process of creating these 100 episodes has allowed me to become a better coach, a better business owner, a better human being. And so as much as podcast has allowed me to create relationships with other people, It's also allowed me to deepen my own relationship with myself. And for that, I am so grateful. I'm grateful to this show, the essence, the spirit of this creation. I'm grateful to the people who work with me to produce and publish it. And I am so grateful to you for listening and for being a part of the community. Because without you, this show would not exist. Without you, we would not have hit 100 episodes. And without you, we wouldn't welcome in the next 100, 200, 500, however many episodes this show winds up being. It would not be possible without you. And so maybe that is the biggest takeaway of all. Maybe I have a bonus takeaway, number 11, that we are all interconnected and that the work that we do does not exist in a vacuum. And because we are interconnected, we need each other and we can support each other. And I'm just so grateful for that. So with that, this feels like a great time to head into this week's Clarity in Action moment. This week's episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast is brought to you by, drum roll please, the Coach with Clarity Collective. That's right, my friends. We have undergone a bit of a rebrand over in the membership, and I am so thrilled to share that moving forward, it will be known as the Coach with Clarity Collective. I will probably talk about my reasons for that name change in a future episode, but for now, all you need to know is that the Coach with Clarity Collective is the place for intuitive, innovative coaches to come together and learn how to build a prosperous coaching business while serving our clients powerfully. Now, if you are on the wait list for the collective my friends, do me a favor, check your emails because I have sent out some big news about the collective and it's hitting your inbox today. So if you're already on the waitlist, you are going to want to learn more. Just head to your inbox, you'll find it there. And if you're not on the waitlist, it's not too late head to coachwithclarity.com slash membership. You'll see the button there, click to join the wait list, and you'll get all the details too. We're not gonna leave anyone out, but you're gonna wanna do so this week. So if you're listening when this episode drops on February 14th, well, first off, happy Valentine's Day. What an ideal day to celebrate 100 podcast episodes in the spirit of love. So yes, if you're listening live, today is February 14th, and this is a big week over at the Coach with Clarity Collective. And if you wanna find out why, Get on the wait list. Head to coachwithclarity.com slash membership, and I cannot wait to see you inside The Collective. All right, my friend. For today's Clarity in Action moment, I want you to do a little reflection as well. So these 100 episodes have occurred over the last two years. The first official episodes dropped on March 2nd, 2020. (laughs) right before everything changed. Very interesting. But I'd been working on the show for months prior and actually I think my teaser episode went live in mid-February. So we really are coming up on two years, 24 months of publishing the Coach with Clarity podcast. And a lot has happened in these two years, hasn't it? And so I want to invite you to think about your key takeaways from the last two years. Now, some of them may have to do with this podcast. And certainly, if there was a key moment or episode or epiphany that you had because of this show, oh, my friend, I hope you will share that with me because I would love to hear that and I would love to celebrate with you. And I know that you have a business and a life outside of this podcast. And I am fairly confident you've probably had your share of takeaway moments over the last two years. So today, I invite you to carve out some time and to really reflect on all that you have accomplished over the last two years, and not just in terms of productivity, but also in terms of the internal shifts you've made with how you relate to yourself, to your thoughts, to your feelings, and to the people in your life. And then I hope you'll share some of those takeaways with me. Again, you can come find me over on Instagram at coachwithclarity, or you can drop me an email at info at coachwithclarity.com. I would absolutely love to hear your personal takeaways from the last two years and how they will inspire you moving forward in your coaching practice. Oh, my friend, we did it. We have just wrapped the 100th episode of the Coach with Clarity podcast. I feel like I should have balloons and confetti and things just popping off. But instead, I just want to close again with my deepest gratitude this show would not exist without you. And so thank you for being on this journey with me for the last 100 episodes and many, many more to come. And more are coming. In fact, we have a great episode planned for you next week where I am going to tell you the very first thing you should do if you are interested in starting a coaching business. Now, if you already have a coaching business, you're still gonna wanna listen in because if you've not done this one thing, it's never too late. So you are going to want to tune into next week's episode for sure. And the easiest way to do that is to follow or subscribe to the Coach with Clarity podcast. It's free to do and you can subscribe wherever you listen to your shows. So until then, my friend, thank you for celebrating these 100 episodes with me. My name is Lise McDonough, and I'm reminding you to get out there and show the world what it means to be a coach with clarity. Thanks for listening to the Coach with Clarity podcast. Be sure to visit coachwithclarity.com for detailed show notes and bonus material just for podcast listeners. Did you enjoy today's podcast?